Happy 1111 day. What an amazing day to call in what you want in life. To call in all your ancestors and your fairies to to help you manifest the the dreams that you um you've been calling in. How is your energy feeling? Is it dark? Is it light? Is it heavy? Is it sprite like the fairies? You know, if you gaze at the stars, it may seem like darkness owns most of the sky. However, light actually exists everywhere, all of the time, even in the space where it appears black. There just isn't any matter in that space to reflect the light for you to see with your precious little eyes. And hey, gratitude is the same way. As we move into a month where we're, we're focusing on things that we may be thankful for more often than not, should be doing this all the time, but it seems like when it starts to go into this time of the year, we're all there in unison. And gratitude is the same way. You may only see it when it reflects off of an object, like your big-hearted friends or your sassy cat, or that last roll of toilet paper that grandma just punched you for. When you have an attitude of gratitude, as much as possible, working towards having one all the time, the moon will always be full, and it will always be lighting up your way. I'm Heath Armstrong, and this is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. While you letting conformity slam you up the butt. You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks and tries to crack What you're thinking, fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Ladies, gents, boys, girls, all shapes, sizes, colors, genders, and everything up and down and in between. I love you all. You know, everyone wants to be the sun to brighten up somebody's day. But why not be the moon to brighten up someone's darkest hour? I saw that message somewhere a couple years ago, and it kind of shifted my perspective on everything from thinking that everything that is light is so good, you know, and nothing good happens when it's dark, but it's not true, which is what got me going on the introduction with this podcast episode itself. I was in Boulder with my beautiful friend, Olivia, just remarkable healer, remarkable woman, just embodies earth in every way possible and in the most motherly way possible. And we were walking down her neighborhood street to go get some food, I believe. And something really interesting happened. This this little boy came out of his front yard 
or out of his front door into his yard. And he goes, hey, you know, he yells at us. And we kind of look over and laughing because, ch- you know, child energy is usually amazing unless you're around the kid that's fucking screaming bloody murder in some restaurant because his parents won't let him stare at his cell phone while eating dinner or whatever. This kid's energy was was amazing. He said, have you all seen my house? And we you know we're standing there looking at him right in front of his house, like, uh, yeah, we see your house. <laughs> He's like, "Isn't it the best house ever?" And you know, we were in a neighborhood, all these houses all the way around, and it was it was a house just in the middle of all the other ones. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, your house is it's the best house ever. And he says, "I know, but have you seen my tree?" And he points to this tree in his front yard that. It was a very young tree. It wasn't very big, and it was actually surrounded by all these massive trees in other people's yards. And we're like, yeah, we see your tree. And he goes, isn't it the best tree ever? (laughs) We were like, yeah. Yeah, that tree is the best tree ever. Yeah, your house is the best house ever. Everything is. It all is, and you're so grateful for it, and so therefore it is. And it changed our day from, you know, whatever we may have been talking about. And usually when Olivia and I are together, it's just, you know, micro cosmic explosions of of happiness and vibrancy. But it really uplifted us and got us thinking about how thankful we, we really should be for things and how often we're not paying attention and for a child to be so, you know, removed from all of these layers that are stacked upon us as we grow up and things that steal our attention and our energy, it just blew our our minds and hearts open with gratitude. So we think about planting positive vibes. And when we do, we grow positive vines. And in the tension that is surrounding the election in this world, I'm getting a feeling that the gremlins of negativity have arranged a solid attack on so many of us in so many different areas of our lives that it's sucking our energy and it's draining our positivity and it's making us forget how grateful we should be for the things that we have in front of us. So what are you doing in your existence to to really focus on on the beautiful side of these things? Are you letting the negative diarrhea seeds explode all over your mind? Ooh. Or are you body slamming them back into the pit of poo that they belong in? You know, I hope that you you did the latter because really this 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 mindful loving freedom army we really need you on the dream team. We do. We need as many as we can get. And trudging through life as part of the negative goon squad is never going to reap a positive outcome. Because remember, it's very simple. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. Any seed you plant will grow. If you plant negativity, if you absorb negativity as your water from everything around you that's negative, you're going to sprout negativity. If you plant positive vibes, you can sprout those positive vines. 
You know when you accidentally step in dog poo and generally the first thing that happens, maybe you're in a city walking or you're you're around somewhere um, with other people, you immediately start to think it's some stinky bastard around you. But then later, maybe an hour later, maybe a couple minutes later, maybe when you get home later that day, you realize it was just you the whole time. It was stuck to your shoe. But you were thinking about blaming everything else. It's easy to run around blaming the world for everything that stinks until you finally figure out that it's starting within you. So instead of soiling your panties, confront that beautiful attitude and mindset. Change the water supply. Plant in some new grounds. Refuse to be the crybaby and start controlling your flows a little bit better. Plant a forest of positivity and build your fucking dream house in it. The soil is oh so fresh and so clean, clean if you decide for it to be. You know, with your attitude of gratitude, you can light up the moon. It's not a lie. It's not a lie. Even though we go through these roller coasters of happiness and sadness and grief and despair and insecurity and self-love and confidence and creativity and resistance, it's all love. It's all love. It all bundles up into one big fireball of love. If you didn't listen to the last episode on minimalism, you can go back and rage through that one. Um, It's a good precursor to what I want to talk about today with, with gratitude and really the thing that I feel like makes us the most thankful. And that's really the ability to give freely without expecting anything in return. Now, I'm a huge fan of sitting down and, and and accounting for all the things that we're thankful for, which really should be anything you point your finger at, anything that you see with your eyes. We should be thankful for it in some way. Because whether it's contributing extreme value immediately to your life in some physical way, or it's creating some sort of trauma or tension or fear or you know something negative towards you, and then therefore helping you learn something about yourself, which then opens up space for you to bring in new opportunity in life. Anything and everything that you put your finger on, anything that you put those beautiful little eyes on, you can figure out a way to be thankful for it and use it as fuel to make transitions towards the better part of who you are. Now, I'm going to I'm going to drop some tunes in and then we're going to we're going to get into a little bit of a session on giving. And we'll talk a lot about physical giving and how that can bring really just that warm, fuzzy feeling you had as a child back into your life, but also all of the different ways you can go about giving to expand gratitude and expand the experience of life and the adventure of life in the most passionate way, despite whether it involves giving a physical gift or doing something nice for someone or being of love and service to yourself. Because all of these things play a role. So let's hit the beat, and we'll drop right into that. I'm Heath Armstrong. This is brought to you by the Sweet Ass Affirmations deck. As always, you can get that on RageCreate.com or on Amazon. Um, They're fun. If you don't have them, they're amazing holiday gifts. Go check them out. It helps me continue having revenue to support this show. And yeah, let's get into this episode. 
Giving, 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 giving. Yo, as, as media and marketing flood our brains with the idea that success is defined by how much we earn, right? How much we earn. Many of us rate our happiness based on the materialistic belongings and monetary value that we stack up over our lives. And as soon as we receive something, we sort of start craving it even more. We are rarely content with what we already have. And while having a desire for more can be a a really beautiful characteristic when it comes to creativity and developing the self... It can also be a really terrible characteristic when it comes to stacking our cheddar cheese or junk piles if we aren't careful about what we're in alignment with and why we are stacking cheddar cheese in in materialistic things. You know, if we're doing it in alignment with something great that we're trying to achieve, then it can be amazing. But a lot of times we just do it to numb ourselves, and that's not so amazing. You know, I was the prototype for the American dream, really. I had tunnel vision on increasing income at work to buy bigger and better things for the rest of my life. But I was miserable, fucking miserable. And even though I was getting more money and I was buying more stuff than ever, my happiness progressively declined. I wanted to feel that warm, fuzzy feeling that we had when we were children. When most of us got something shiny or experienced something for the first time, that warm, fuzzy feeling that made us excited. But in that zone of the American dream, it really seemed impossible to track down. Experience and adventure really brings that feeling back, but I was doing none of it because I was worried about making more money with a job to buy more things that I did not need to impress people that I did not like. For what? You know? Now, I'm not arguing that receiving gifts or getting a raise at work or buying nicer things don't make us feel good momentarily. But there's this little thing called hedonic adaptation that prevents it, that prevents any of these things from helping us create and sustain happiness long-term. So if receiving more of everything isn't the answer to happiness, then what is? Well, what's the opposite of receiving? Giving. Seems so backwards, seems so weird, right? But one is for the self and one is selfless. You know, when you give something to another person, whether a material, or in service, a physiological response happens within your magical body. That warm, fuzzy feeling that you had as a kid experiencing beautiful things, it comes back. And it ultimately lets you make sexy time with your your happiness muscles. Your brain then starts releasing pleasure endorphins, including oxytocin, which is also released when you're doing sexy time with your scandalous partners, and that lowers your stress. Oxytocin also makes you feel more connected to others. 
or should I say brings you in a, in a deeper connection with others, which is why people often pay forward acts of kindness. And I bet there have been many times in your life, at minimum at least one time in your life, when someone did something nice for you or gave you a gift without an occasion and you went and paid it forward to someone else to keep that momentum rolling. It's a domino cycle of warm, fuzzy feelings that increase the bond of the world collectively. Giving is one of the most beautiful things we can do to help the energy in the mindset of all of us collectively. When I was playing the 30 Days of Minimalism game, which I talked about in the previous episode, go back and listen. It's good stuff. There's some really just grotesque stories in that episode too, but might pique your curiosity, right? (laughs) When I was playing the, the 30 Days of Minimalism game, I got a little bit annoyed trying to sell stuff to loony bin sideshow freak maniacs on Craigslist who constantly bartered the price down to the floor and didn't didn't even really show up to pick them up. The classic online sale of used goods story. So there was a reason why that was happening to me. It forced me to look into other options that I wasn't thinking about, such as donation or gifting or recycling or, if necessary, trashing. But I had recently interviewed one of my most favorite people, the, the big-hearted philanthropist Valerie Groth, who runs the Ryan Banks Academy. The, the Ryan Banks Academy. Man, I'm having trouble with my mouth today. Um, which, if you have a sweet-ass affirmations deck or you've listened to this show or you've, you have any of the sweet-ass journals or anything else that I write or create, I'm often in partnership with trying to help expose and... Uh, you know, raise awareness and funds for the Ryan Banks Academy, which is Chicago's first inner city uh, boarding school that Valerie started. And it's amazing. If you want to give your first charity contribution, please check out um, the Ryan Banks Academy. It's She's just an angel, and what she's done there has been remarkable. But when I had her on my show, she introduced me to the book 29 Gifts by Cami Walker. What a powerful fucking book. I mean, an unbelievably mindset and life-shifting story. I love stories. I love stories because they get inside of you and you realize that they are just a part of you. It's just a different angle or a different projection of everything that we all experience in a different description. And this book is a powerful story. The principle of the book became the foundation of why I started giving away gifts and journaling about them in the first place and why the practice became a part of the sweet-ass journal to develop your happiness muscle in 100 days, a very serious part of it. Now, the rules of the 29 Gifts book are very simple. You give one gift away each day for 29 days, and you see how it changes your life. Each gift must be thoughtful, and the more scarce to your life the gift is, the better. And since I was removing items from my life of zero value to me, 
the book opened up my eyes to the possibility that there might be serious value in some of these items that I don't think I have value in to somebody else. Because the things that we value sometimes aren't valuable to others. And the things that we have and we don't value sometimes are of huge value to others. See, Cammy was diagnosed with, I think it was MS. I can't remember. It's been some years since I read it. But she was going through unbelievable amounts of transition with her body and not being able to function. And nothing was working. And she was depressed. And her story is remarkable in that she started working with a therapist who instead of doing all the shit that all the other therapists were trying to make her do, like be more thankful and do this and do that, the therapist simply asked her to start giving away gifts that meant a lot to her to see how it would change the way that she reacted in her body and in her mind to her situation in life. And the transformation was unbelievable. And I was like, I have to try this. I got to see what it does to my life, how it makes me start thinking differently about things, how I'm interacting with people, how I look at an object and can find value in it when before I would just have thought it was some, you know, materialistic piece that was just there for pleasure or to be thrown away. So as I started giving away gifts and good deeds, I had to always make sure that they would be of value to whoever was receiving them. And it felt awesome and it felt meaningful. But it wasn't until a few days in that I really discovered the true high of giving and providing value to others. Which I try to use as a foundation for creating and moving forward with anything that I do nowadays. So I had just listed my basement refrigerator because, of course, I had this big-ass house with multiple refrigerators. I had just listed my basement refrigerator on Craigslist, and I had an overwhelming response from the typical Craigslist maniacs blowing up my email with donkey turd bartering system offers. And I found the only response that seemed somewhat normal and replied to them saying that the refrigerator was still available. And they came later in the day to get it as promised, which is really unusual on Craigslist because usually they just don't show up. They're like, I'm on the way. I'll be there in five. I'll be there in one. And then just nothing. (laughs) It's It's like, are you kidding me? But they pulled up in a red truck. And they had traveled over an hour from Cincinnati, Ohio to Lexington, Kentucky to purchase this fridge. They came inside. They looked at the unit. And they happily exchanged their money for it. I think it was a couple hundred dollars, maybe $175 perhaps comes back to me. And I helped them load it into the back of the truck. And they forgot to bring straps to tie it down. So I gave them a few extra straps that I had laying around the house. And I could have easily used that just simple gesture of giving straps to them as my gift for the day, since it was within the rules. And they were providing value to help them transport the refrigerator back to Cincinnati. But as I walked inside and waved goodbye, I had this overwhelming feeling that I needed to just go back out there and give them their money back instead and let them have the fridge for free. It was like this divine tap of like, do this, do this. They came here and and do this. 
And so without hesitation, I honored my feelings. I was, I was learning, you know, to learn and to live in flow and to learn from intuition. And I went running back out to their truck to give them the money back. And I remember he rolled the window down confused like I was angry because I was like yelling like a maniac banshee running through the front yard. And their faces looked looked very confused. <laughs> As though they probably thought I wanted the fridge back or something. But I simply said, hey, a gift from me to you. And I handed them the money and I said, please pass on the good deed to someone else when the chance arises. And this is a, a Hispanic father and his son. And they both just kind of broke out in a confusion state of smiles, but he got really, really emotional about it. Almost as if it was a miracle. You know, something so simple was a miracle. And he told me that he had raised the money that he gave me for the fridge to buy the fridge for a family in need that did not have one. And that he was simply driving down there from Cincinnati to Lexington to pick the fridge up and pay for it so that they could donate that fridge to somebody who really needed a refrigerator. And I, you know, my mind was blown. My heart was blown open. They were already giving a gift themselves for a great value. And in return, the universe was giving them one back. And of course, I was just, one, I was dumbfounded, but I was, I was just in awe to be on the helping side. And, and the feeling I had watching them drive away is something for which I will always keep striving to find. Because it was a feeling that I hadn't had in so long. A few days later, I found a charity that collected musical instruments for children who couldn't afford them. And we had an old cello laying around the house. And my ex-girlfriend at the time, her name was Lindsay, wanted to donate it to the cause of this charity. I grabbed a few other older guitars and we took all the instruments down to the charity. And as soon as we got there, the lady came out to the car to look at them. And she freaked out over that cello, that old cello. I didn't understand why she was so excited over this cello as opposed to the other instruments. And she went on to explain that they had a little girl who had been learning to play the cello. But because it was a more rare instrument, they didn't have any extras for her to take home and practice. And now she could have her own cello to take home again. And bam, that feeling came back again, like from the refrigerator. The warm, fuzzy feeling just consuming the body. It's a high that feels more divine than any other feeling in the world. The universe will give you what you put into it. So don't think so much about what you are losing. Think about what you will gain. Me, I've gained peace and serenity. I have gained a constant warm, fuzzy feeling that I lost for 15 years of my life. I have gained an intimate connectedness with others doing special things in the world. And to this day, I try to practice this as a gateway to my connection and peace with others, but also deep and internally with myself. No feeling matches the one I receive when I give with purpose. Not expecting anything in return other than warm, fuzzy feelings and universal synchronicity and just love. So in this episode, I just want to give you a few ideas 
for giving gifts and maybe some, a few ideas for good deeds. And I'm not saying that you need to use any of these examples per se, but you can use them to brainstorm ideas that you can use for yourself. If you haven't listened to the minimalism episode, go back and listen to that because throughout the process of purging your emotional and physical distractions that might be holding down your life and keeping you from being more focused and creative, you can use a lot of those items to pay forward as gifts to others that will find those items of as something of value. So go through the items that you're purging during your minimalist campaign and see if any of them would be of value to anyone you would know. Give them as a gift. Donate them, etc. Maybe invite your neighbors over for a casual meal if you're over the whole, you know, COVID pandemic, I'm going to die from everything that I touch and feel thing. Buy a, a coffee for the next person that you see at a coffee shop. Maybe the person that's standing behind you in line. Just tell the person when you check out here, here's an extra $5, whatever they want. Be out of there before they even know what happened. Write a thank you note to someone who has been of great influence or importance in your life. It could be somebody from your deep past. It could be somebody that you just met. Write a thank you note by hand and deliver it or or mail it. Much better than a digital text message. There's more sincerity in it. Call your Call your grandmother, your grandfather, or or your aunt, or your uncle, or your mother, or your sister, or your brother, or your daughter, you know, or your your pig, your pup, donkeys, whatever. Call, Call them up and tell them that you love them. Nothing else. Just say, I love you, and I just want you to know that. Maybe go volunteer locally at a retirement home or or a homeless shelter. There are a lot of things in need right now of volunteer work. My grandmother who lives, she's 97, she lives in Ohio. You might have heard me talk about her a few times. Her name's Raging Ruth. She had a service where they would bring her, uh, a woman would come over and, and help her with groceries and clean her house for her. And it was part of the senior services that the state of Ohio offered. Well, she got sick and could no longer work, but because of the pandemic, everyone is too scared to go in anyone's home, so there's nobody to replace her. Unfortunately, our whole family lives states away from her. Volunteer to help someone in an area where it feels like there is need, because I I guarantee you there's a lack of it right now. Go, go walk down the side of the road while you're doing a nature submersion or go on a trail and just take a trash bag with you and pick up trash along the way. It's a very easy thing to do and a very gratifying thing to do. If you're ever on a crowded bus or you know a plane or whatever again, offer your seat to somebody who needs it more than you. Help someone that is less fortunate or in need of food or clothing or shelter in any way that you can. And you don't have to call your friend and tell them about how you did it later. You don't have to post on social media, hey, I volunteered at this place. Just do it. You don't have to talk about it. There's actually some deep philosophy that would say when you do start telling the story, it negates the goodness in what you did. 
Now, I don't know if that's necessarily true because I think that it actually inspires others to do the same thing, but it depends on what your principle is. I don't know if principle is the right word there. (laughs) It depends on what your motive is, right? Buy me a taser and ship it to me so I can protect myself from Craigslist maniacs when they show up to my house when I'm trying to get rid of things. That would be great. That'd be a great gift. You know, follow my OnlyFans account and send me money every time I post pictures of my my tutor. Yeah. Isn't that the trend now? OnlyFans? Everyone has an OnlyFans? Um... How about making contributions to charities of your choice? Doing it anonymously is better without even having to put your name in there and say, hey, I'm on this wall. Look, here's my name. Here's what I donated. Click the anonymous option. And the Ryan Banks Academy is a great place to start. It's ryanbanksacademy.org. I'm also a fan of, of a lot of different organizations, including Help International, which I'm working with in Africa. And I'm working really hard to get a new sponsorship site set up that so it's easier to access for people who want to help us get these kids sponsored so that they can survive really it's a real thing survive go buy someone a gym membership that could be awesome take a piece of dessert to someone that you love or like Kid President used to do on YouTube, going around and just handing people corn dogs that weren't asking for them and capturing the the excitement on their face or the terror when the corn dog was shoved into their face and given to them. <laughs> so amazing. Fucking Kid President. Legend. Take a piece of dessert to someone or, or a corn dog. Pick up some fresh flowers when you go on a walk in nature and give them to your significant other. And you know, dudes like flowers too. We do. I mean, most of I don't. I mean, unless you're dating some just like, bro, she'll get those fucking flowers out of my face, man. <laughs> I would love to be gifted some flowers. I love flowers. And if you take those flowers and you put them in a bath and you have a bath with the flower essences, it's really great for your energy. Want to do something easy and digital? Send an email to an old teacher that you had from your past or an old friend and and thank them for something that they taught you that was detrimental to your moving forward in life. Go outside and plant some trees. Always a wonderful thing to do for the planet. Plant some trees. Mow your neighbor's lawn. Or plant some trees in your neighbor's lawn with lots of other amazing magical plants so we don't have the essence of grass lawns anymore because I think that's fucking ridiculous. If every one of these ticky-tacky neighborhoods that had a grass lawn used their lawn as a garden to feed themselves, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems that we're having. And we'd have a stronger sense of community and connectivity with the earth. We have a long way to go before we get to that point. So maybe turn your lawn into a garden. That could be a good place to start. Give that gift to the earth and to yourself and your family and friends. Forgive someone that you may be holding a grudge against. That's a good one. Just release it. Forgive it. You don't have to tell anyone. Just write a letter to them 
forgiving them and throw the letter in the trash. That helps release it from your body and your mind. Maybe offer to babysit some of your friend's children and let them go out and enjoy themselves for a night as a couple or as an adult. That could be huge, I imagine. It seems like it's tough to be a parent. And while I I love the thought of becoming a father someday, I don't know how hectic that is other than just the time I spend with my dog, you know, but I could see how that could be very valuable to somebody who does have children to get some fresh air. Maybe send somebody a digital album that you enjoy or a vinyl physically. That would be cool. And say, hey, this this music means a lot to me. It, It makes me feel this way. I hope that it helps bring this type of energy to your life. It's a really good gesture because music is everything. Everything is vibration. Vibration keeps our energy in check. It gets us moving and shaking. You know, if you have that garden that you've planted in your old grass yard, you can share all those fruits and vegetables with everyone else. That's a really, really amazing gift to give. And if anything, you know, I could go on forever coming up with things that we can do in the world, but share this podcast with somebody. Copy the link and share it with a friend or a family member, and let them listen to the power of giving as well. And if you do that, if even five of you do that, if 10 of you do that, that's 10 more people that listen to it that might end up doing that. And we get people thinking along the lines of giving. Giving for the betterment of deep healing within ourselves, which externally projects into the world and healing with the world. So much beauty to be found if we simply go internal and we purge and we give and we love and we give. It's all love. It's all love. Have you seen my house? It's the best house. Have you seen my tree? It's the best tree ever. Your house is the best house. Your tree is the best tree. With your attitude of gratitude, you can light up the world. You know what happens when you reach farther than your arms can extend? What happens when you ask for far more than you think you're worth? What happens when you scream ripples louder than the seas can bear? Or what happens when you just love beyond the lines of of blood and fear. Everything that you need appears. With love from me to you, I'm Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. I hope that you can move forward and do something beautiful for someone else today. And until next time, ta-ta. Peace. Peace. 
There's a place called space and it's got the magic There's a place called space and it's got the balls There's a place called space and it's got the passion There's a place called space where we can smash the walls There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity And the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth In this place called space we'll build a factory of smiles That will assemble with our minds and sell to earth Well, hello, everybody. This is Todd. For all the show notes from this podcast, you can go to heatharmstrong.com forward slash podcast, and you'll find all the goodies there. And by goodies, I mean, you know, notes and, and affirmations and podcasts and maybe some secret little Easter eggs that will lead you out your back door and down the road where you're going to tippy toe with your big toe first and your little pinky toe second all the way down the street into the creek where you're going to walk about 2,000 feet until you end up in a cave that I'll be sitting inside of in a meditation position with lots of boys and girls but mostly boys oiled up all oiled up with baby oil and lots of skittles around so we can of course taste each other's rainbows and when you get there we'll talk about the next lesson in giving because i've got something to show you that i think is super kinky well then um yeah all the show notes heatharmstrong.com forward slash podcast and check out the sweet ass affirmations x on amazon and until then We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Toodles.